There's a scripture in Exodus chapter 33, beginning from verse 13 through 15. And uh, Moses was the one speaking to the Lord. It says, now therefore I pray. He was praying to God. If I have found grace in your sight, if I have found favor in your sight, show me now your way. I need to know your way. If I have found grace in your sight, if I have found favor in your sight, I want you to show me your way that I may know you because it's only through knowing God's way that you get to know God. He shows his way, he showed his way to Moses, the Bible tell us, tells us in the Psalms, but it's asked to the children of Israel. So we want to know his way. So Moses said, if I find favor, if I find grace in your sight, show me your way, that I may know you. You and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation, you know, I saw nation, I just added this ark fellowship. Amen. This ark fellowship is your people. The ark fellowship is your people. I want God to claim them as his people. And God said, my presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. So when God's presence is with you, you will know his way and you will know God himself. When his presence is with you, you can never be in the shadows. When his presence is with you, even though you go through the valley of the shadow of death, you have no reason to be afraid because he is with you and his rod and his staff is comforting you. You are going through the valley of the shadow of death, troubles all around, but you're not camping there. You're just going through it. Amen. You're just going through it. God says, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And, and, and I don't know why Moses responded. I mean, it was quick. God says, my presence will go with you, and I'll go give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us from this place. And for the ark fellowship, we're not going anywhere that God's not going. We're only going where God is and where his presence is. So it's the presence of God that we want in our life. When you allow God's presence to be with you, you enter into his rest. Let me tell you this. Rest in God is trusting God. And resting in the promise he has given to you. That's his rest. If you can trust him, you have entered into his rest. You can have all kinds of troubles going on around you, but you know, he is with me. His presence is with me. Things are going to be okay. I read that about Joseph. He was a slave. But the word of God says, but God was with Joseph. He's going to get better. Even in that terrible situation, God will make a way for you to succeed and to do well. Just his presence with you. Always so important. 
That's why we need everywhere we go. Let's carry his presence. If you are here this morning and you have not allowed Jesus to be in your life, then you are alone. And that's not a good thing. That's not a good place to be. Because in Psalm 74, verse 20, it tells us, have respect to the covenant. Have respect to the covenant. When you allow God into your life, what you've done is entered into covenant with God. It's called the New Covenant. It's called the New Testament. Testament, that's the ancient word for will. God's new will for your life. Everything is going to be okay. God's new will for your life. Have respect to, that's telling God, have respect to this new covenant, this new will for my life. Remember what the angel said. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Good will towards man. Is there anybody here that's not a human? Please don't raise your hand. <laughs> you will be an alien. Good will towards you. The angels announced that. So when you have God in your life, everywhere you go, you have God's will that's good upon your life. You carry his presence. So he says, have respect to the covenant. For the dark places of the earth are full of horns of cruelty. You know, horns means meeting places everywhere. There are dark places in, on the earth. If you don't understand it, read Isaiah 54. The devils actually meet. Just like God holds meetings. Read Job chapter 1. It says when God met with the sons of God, they were all there. And the devil came in among them. You remember he's knocking. He came in and God says, oh, you're here? Read Job. Where have you been? That was the meeting. And Satan also has meetings. There's nothing to be afraid of. He has this meeting. The, the, the dark places of the earth. They are full of haunts, meetings of cruelty. And Isaiah 54 tells us that they shall surely gather. But God said, no, I didn't send them. But everyone who gathers against you will fall for your sake. So when God's having respect and he's giving you rest, because of the covenant, you have nothing to be afraid of. No matter how much they meet, even if they're natural enemies or satanic enemies, they can do anything to you because the presence of God is with you just as it was with Joseph. Amen? In Psalm 16, that Psalm 16 is a very good psalm. Read through that psalm. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You will show me the paths of life. Again, show me your way. If I find, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is what? We need his presence. His fullness of joy. In his presence. His fullness. In his presence. His fullness of joy. At your right hand. How many, don't, how many of you don't want to enjoy life? Don't raise your hand. Because it won't be true. Pleasures forevermore. 
in his presence. When you enter into God's rest and you trust his word, God will bring these things to pass in your life. You know, this year, that I felt by just preparing for the message, there were four things that I believe God wants to do for everyone at the Ark Fellowship. Can I hear an amen? He's going to do that. First of, it, uh, first of all, the very first thing is restoration. Restoration is going to be a part of your life this year in the name of Jesus. Restoration means to reestablish you. God's going to do that. There's going to be a renewal, a rebuilding, a repair. God's going to bring that into your life this year. God's going to do it. In Zechariah chapter 9, verse 12, he says, Return to the stronghold. Where is the stronghold? Jesus is our stronghold. The Bible says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are safe. In other words, they have rest when they run to it. The Bible says, return, return to the stronghold. You prisoners of hope. And yes, I thought to myself, what does this mean? Prisoners of hope. You know what it means? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 verse 5, hope does not disappoint. Because God has spread his love in our hearts through the Holy Spirit that's given to us. Don't let go of hope. Rest in the Lord. No matter what's going on in your life, don't give up hope. Be a prisoner of hope. Even though things are not working well and Satan is ministering to your mind, telling you things are going down, you'll never recover from this, this is, a, this is really bad, you've had troubles in the past, but this is different, you can never get out of this, you cost it yourself, God's not going to help you. No, stay with hope. Be a prisoner of hope. Return to your stronghold. Return to your rest. Stay rest in God. Jesus said, come unto me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Enter into that rest. That's your stronghold. He is your rest. Amen. Listen, listen to what the scripture says. Even today, please say the word with me today. Even today, I will what? Restore double. To you. It's a shouting time for me. Amen. God will restore double to you. He said, well, that's nice. I just wish you'll do it. You unbelieving believer. <laughs> Why don't you believe what he said? Even today. Not tomorrow. And you know, can God lie? Why did you say that? God can never lie. Do you really believe that? Well, he said, even today, 
when you go back to your stronghold, he will restore double. May he restore double to you for everything that you suffered in the name of Jesus. May he continue to restore double to you for the whole of 2018. May you enjoy double all through the year. Can I hear an amen? That's your portion. That's your portion. That is your portion. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes. Oh, no, no, listen. In Psalm 16, verse 5, he says, Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines are falling to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. You have a good inheritance in Jesus. Yes, I have. He maintains your lot. Listen, you, O Lord, are the portion of my inheritance. So if God is your portion and your cup, there's no bitterness in that. You remember Jesus was praying in Gethsemane. He said to his father, let this cup pass away from me. It was a bitter cup. That was the cup I was supposed to drink. And Jesus saying, it's too bitter. I don't want it. You, can you do it some other way? I don't want that cup. Then he said, but nevertheless, I love that nevertheless. Oh, I love it. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. He said, okay, God, if you will not let the cup pass, then let me drink it. And he drank it. Now, Psalm 16 is saying, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. Not a bitter cup, because Jesus has already put away the bitter cup. Now, everything I have is sweet. You unbelieving believers, let's believe it. <laughs> no, you believing believers. Can I hear an amen? I wouldn't say that negative. We are believing believers. Now wave your hand to me and say, I believe that. That's the portion. Hey, say it with me. That's my portion and my inheritance. He is my cup. The lines are falling to me. In pleasant places. Let me stop you there. You know, you, know, you know how I used to wonder as I travel around Texas. And I say, this guy, he has all well, you know. And the other guy has nothing. And no all well. And I'm thinking, they live in exactly the same area. You know, this guy is wealthy. And this, I, I don't understand all of that. Michael, should, Michael will educate me. But somebody has, and the other... The lines will fall to you in pleasant places this year. In Jesus' name. The lines are falling to you in pleasant places. I look and I see in Psalm 126. That's your portion. God will be so good to you. You think to yourself, I don't want to wake up from this dream. Can I hear an amen? Believe in believers. Amen. You see, this is a dream. Is this a dream? And you pinch yourself. Things are going so good. I hope this is not a dream. No, it's not a dream. 
Amen. Can I hear an amen? It's not a dream because we serve a good God. And you say it with me. God is good. God is good. God is good. Thank you. God is good all the time. Not some of the time. All the time. Sometimes we'll feel when troubles come our way. I know God's good, but this time is not good. Well, it doesn't matter. God is good all the time. And the devil is bad all the time. I want to stay on the side where God is good. Amen? Leave the devil alone to his bad self. Listen. It says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion. Psalm 126. It says, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion. (coughs) But what he was saying is, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. And the unbelievers begin to say, hold on, look, God has done great things for them. Amen. And we say to ourselves, God has done great things for us and we are glad. May gladness be your portion this year in the name of Jesus. Nothing less than gladness in Jesus' name. That's your portion. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Exaltation. That's joy. No sadness for us. Can I hear an amen? Joy, happiness, jubilation, rejoicing. That's our portion for this year. In the name of Jesus, let God turn your labor into favor. When you labor, sometimes people labor and get nothing. But whatever labor you have in your life this year, and I say it in the name of Jesus. And Jesus he said to me, I read it this morning in, in uh, John chapter 14, beginning from verse 12. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Not just because I asked. He wants the Father to be glorified in the Son. So, what I'm saying this morning, I say it and ask Him from Him. That is going to be so. And if you don't want it, it's too late. It's going to come on you and overtake you. You won't wake up from that dream in Jesus' name. You will not wake up. Let your labor be turned into favor. Let favor overtake your life in the name of Jesus. Now listen to what Mary said. In Luke chapter 1, verse 46, it says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. You know that. You know the scripture. My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. How many do we have here this morning? That God is your Savior. So why is your soul not rejoicing? It's your portion. It's your portion. God is not a respecter of persons. 
I like to tell people, did you know that Mary was with Peter and the rest of them waiting for the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2? Mary was one of them. She wasn't the leader. Peter was the leader. But listen to her words. My soul magnifies the Lord. We should do that often. Let your soul magnify the Lord. And if you don't feel it, tell your soul to magnify the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Tell your soul that. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And please, don't forget all of His benefits. Psalm 103. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. My emotions, my mind, everything that I have, my strength, I magnify the Lord. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. All of us are lowly before God. But God regards that. He sets that aside. And he becomes one of us. And so he says, for behold, henceforth, the generations will call me blessed. That's Mary. That's also you. I know we always think Mary, she gave birth to Jesus. She carried Jesus for nine months. She only did it for nine months. I carry Jesus everywhere I go. Hello. He lives inside. Everywhere I go. If she was blessed, I am blessed. Can I hear an amen? I am blessed and my soul magnifies the Lord because he lives in me. And everywhere I go, his presence is with me. When I speak, he speaks. You remember when Mary spoke to uh, Elizabeth and John the Baptist in the womb heard the voice of Jesus through Mary's mouth. And he's like, wow, this is wonderful. When I speak, the one who is inside of me manifests. You know why? Rest is what brings manifestation. When you rest in God, you have manifestation. Third, satisfaction, fulfillment. I got to finish this. Fulfillment. May that be your portion this year. Sometimes we labor and we still don't feel fulfilled. How many have been there? You've done everything, you still you feel like, I don't feel good about life. That's going to change this year in Jesus' name. That's going to change in the name of Jesus. You will feel good about life because Jesus is in your life. There is nothing like not feeling good about life when you have the author of life living inside of you. You just need to change your mind and tell yourself, he is with me, all is well. All is well. You have fulfillment. The Bible tells us, God, that's First Timothy 6 verse 6, Godliness and contentment is great gain. And finally, triumph. That's what God will give to you. That's victory. You will be achieving a lot this year. In Jesus' name. The things that you've set your mind to do, step out in faith. Come out of the boat. Because you will achieve much this year. It will so overwhelm you. I speak it in the name of Jesus. It will seem as if you are in a dream. How did this happen? 
is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our sight. God is able. The Bible says, is anything too hard for God? Dream it. Think about it. Step out of the boat. Don't try the water if it's going to hold your weight. Just jump in and God will hold you. He's going to do that for us at the Ark Fellowship this year. In Jesus' name, can I hear an amen? God will do that for us. That Bible, the Bible tells us, 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14. He says, God will always cause us to triumph. Always. Always. No matter what you're going through, you are going to be triumphant. Why? Because he's with you. He is with you. He is going to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. All they can do is watch you enjoy yourself in the presence of God and they can't do anything about it. They can gnash their teeth and get angry and they can be so... But they just watch you enjoying. And it hurts them because you are having fun in life. And that's because Jesus is with you. And they can't do anything about it. Hallelujah. He causes us always. Whatever you're going through right now, you will triumph. All you need to do is trust God and rest in Him because He will cause you. Notice, He didn't say, we will cause ourselves to triumph. He is the one that's going to cause us to triumph. We will triumph. Say it with me. I will triumph over this situation. Now, when I say this situation, say what you want to triumph over, okay? I will triumph over this situation. God's going to do it. You know what? Your voice has been heard in heaven. You know that? What you just said was recorded in heaven. Because every word that a man speaks, whether it's idle or not, God notices And if you said it and you meant it, the angels heard it. The demons heard it. And God himself heard it. And it was recorded. For you. Now God is watching what you're going to do. So when you leave this place, don't go doing this. Go with your head up. Because you are a prince in the house of God. Amen? You are a princess. In the house of God. It doesn't matter what anyone has said to you. You will triumph. Listen to this and I'll close with this. Preachers always have finally and another finally and another finally. But this is final. You are of God. Amen? Little children. And I've overcome them. Not going to. We have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater. Is greater. Is greater. You know, I said this year before, there was a guy, I think he must have been a commercial. How many of you know who Holyfield is? Yeah, the big boxer. There was this guy. He was driving off his driveway. He was going to get in, and, and he caught this fellow up that was driving. A guy was so road rage. He was so mad. He came out of his car screaming, 
come out and I'm going to get you. And he says, Paul come out you. And he cursed. And then Holyfield just slowly rolled the window down. And the guy looked. <laughs> he said, uh-uh. Can we settle this matter in a different way? We're not going to fight. Amen. You know why? When Jesus is with you, amen, and the devil, devil wants to trouble you, he thinks you are alone. As he's coming at you, he looks, you're calling your big brother, amen? And he looks down and he says, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm going somewhere. That's your portion this year in Jesus' name. Stand up with me today. <coughs> God's with us here. I don't know, but I felt um, all morning we came in here for prayer. Sometimes I hesitate to do this, but if you are hurting your back, God wants to heal you. But would you please come up? If you're hurting in your back, please come up. Yeah. Yeah, God, thank you, Lord. If your back is hurting, please come. Hmm. It's just how God works. You know, I fought with that all day. I'm not sure if I want to do this. Uh, but then I now I realize this is the Lord. Where, where are our prayer partners? Please come up. Let me tell you, this is the end of this thing today because God's here with us. God's going to heal you right now. We serve a reason and a living Christ. Amen? And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We've seen people healed here, and God's going to do that today. God's going to heal in the name of Jesus. Could we just spread out? Can you please, uh, those of you that came up, go to one of our prayer partners and they will pray for you. And let us know, because I know it's going to be instant. God's going to heal you so quickly uh, in Jesus' name. He is a healer. For the rest of you, would you worship him today? Lift your hands up. He is here. I can feel his presence. He's here today. And I thank him. God, I thank you. Thank you for your people. Thank you for redeeming your people. Thank you for blessing your people. They go out of this place fully blessed, loaded with goods from heaven. That is your will, oh God. It's your will for your people. Let them enjoy your presence right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.